Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the show. It's foggy in Costa Mesa, but it's sunny in Corona Del Mar. I had the pleasure of driving into the sun and then, of course, the ocean. Which relates to today's show and it relates to Christmas and it relates to the week I just had and the week I'm going to have. I work with people of diversified backgrounds with diversified situations. Health for some people is, I want to stay vibrantly healthy or get there. And health for some people is, I have a life-threatening chronic disease and I want to get rid of it. Either way, I go with it, but it's all the same to me. And Christmas for me begins with the story. Now I'm talking about the Christmas in the tradition of it. You know, the Magi follow a star. They know that someone special is being born. They bear gifts to commemorate that, to honor that, that one. Not St. Nick down the chimney, although that's a lot of fun too. But the one, of course, closer to my soul is the former story. And people, when they face disease, can interpret that story in a way that I wish science would back up, but doesn't, of course. And what am I getting at? What I'm getting at is there was a time in medicine where, like the Magi, all your doctors followed the stars. They were astrologers. Now, of course, today this raises eyebrows, your Catholic, your Christian orthodoxy tends to look at stuff like astrology as evil, as a cult. The fact of the matter is, is that we tend to overlook the fact that whatever the Magi were doing, they were, and in the biblical, historical tradition, Magi meaning wise men and the ability to extrapolate out of the constellations reality, they were the same thing. So if you really look at it, you can't call astrology a cult. And you can have your slant on that and argue it. And I've heard a ton of Christians do exactly that. No, that's not what it means. It's like people aren't, you're not thinking. There is something about the heavens that foretells the earth. And in medicine, from Paracelsus to Avicenna to Galen to Hippocrates to the whole history of medicine, these guys knew that. This is very relevant today, you see, because 
the concept is the emerging science, the old science, the evolving science is, is that we are not material. We are electromagnetic. Now, that can't be news to religious orthodoxy, Christianity first and foremost, because we are our soul. The body is relatively meaningless, and life's journey is about finding the expression of the soul in, hopefully, to the reality plane. We call that contentment. My soul came here to do a certain thing, and it has accomplished that, and I depart into where I depart contented. So this concept is there. And the heavens affect the soul. Now, the molecule that we're all revolving the future of our culture around, the molecule in the body that is the DNA molecule, that is the study of genetics, that is the cusp of that which can transform one being into another, that is gene cloning, that is taking gorillas, playing with their genes, and getting them to talk, that is re-engineering your DNA as it relates to your immune system cells and reprogramming them to go out and eat the tumor that might eat you instead. This is here. This isn't yesterday. This isn't the future. This is now. That molecule, the molecular structure of which we gave Watson and Crick the Nobel Prize for, it is coming to roost and like all great waves from the birth of Christ and Christianity, you can take these things one way or the other. You can bring light to them and let them bring light to you, or you can bring darkness to them. I don't know how we went from the birth of Christ to the Vatican in the Middle Ages. That which birthed Luther came off the debauchery of the Vatican Church. I'm just passing on the history. So you can take anything one way or the other. We are taking genetics in the wrong direction. And what we're overlooking is, is that DNA, that which defines us, the closest coherent structure that we can relate to who we are, how we see the world, what our potentials are, is inextricably bound to the cosmos. This isn't poetry. This isn't an esoteric destruction discussion. DNA is a crystal. What is a crystal? A crystal is a compound which, if exposed to different frequencies, sound, light, will resonate in proportion to the frequency it's exposed to. Not all solid matter, not all molecular configuration has that trait. But you see, DNA not only is a crystal, it has another special quality. It's piezoelectric. It means that it can vibrate 
to produce a magnetic field. Often said that the shift in the resonance of the DNA molecule actually produces light. Now that's the cutting edge of biophysics, which your medical doctor, your pharmaceutical agent, has no idea about, and which many of your healthcare practitioners in the holistic tradition don't study enough to, other than attach to its poetry, don't really understand. I do understand it. So this week, the people I'm going to see, some of whom have life-threatening illnesses, are people whose DNA I want to change by altering the cosmos around which they exist. That's big words for the terrain. If you develop a practice where the environment in which you perform your health tasks starts to sync up with your DNA, you will vibrate differently and you will produce more light. The birth of Christ correlated so powerfully with the creation of light that the magi, the wise men, the astrologers of the day could track it right to the site. They knew it was coming before it came. And that's really how it went down. I won't be so preposterous to say, yes, definitely. I'll say in my worldview, but I don't mean that. I mean that is the way it occurred. And we are all in his image, which means what? Which means we are fundamentally bearers of light. Make the connections. Please make the connections. Because that's your way out of this mess. That's the way out of this mess. Your disease, your illness, your depression, your loneliness, your whole thing. And yet you are in his image, which means you have been constructed in a way where you have the potential to produce more light. Illumination. It's not little, that's big. And we take physics and biology and clump them together under the dome of, say, a quantum perspective. And it makes a great movie and a great book and a great YouTube clip, none of which means beans when you walk into your doctor's office and you're sick. The doctor does not say, uh, your stroke your heart disease, your cancer, your neurodegeneration, your global aphasia, your semi-aphasia, your Kuru, your Jacob Crutzfeld disease, your rheumatoid arthritis, your lupus, is because you are no longer generating light at sufficient frequency to maintain cellular homeostasis. They don't say that. And if they would listen to this show, they would say, this is about as much trash as I've ever heard. That is what the people you trust would say about what I'm saying right now. This is heretical. It's heresy as far as medicine's concerned. 
Well, I want to remind you that we celebrate tomorrow the birth of someone who was also accused of heresy. Yeah, heresy by his own people. The Jews were part of Christ's crucifixion. Yeah, there was heavy Roman influence, but you know the story. Today's heresy is tomorrow's dictum. Today's heresy is tomorrow's truth. And whether you get it now, or whether my patients get it, or whether they say they get it and they don't do anything about it, is irrelevant to me. But that's what I implore you to consider. That Christ had special DNA. That he came in as God to show us the way. And in stating that we are in his image was essentially stating, you got your own miracle going on too, buddy. If you just show a little faith and work harder. If you just discipline yourself to withstand the test of faith and to do the things you needed to do, you could see miracles within yourself. If I didn't believe that, I would hang up my hat and just sell pizza for the rest of my life. It's a fantasy of mine that I'll retire someday with a chain of pizzerias. No one is here only to do one thing. You can do many things. I find a specialized calling to the sale of pizza. But right now and for the last 30 years, I've been overwhelmed, preoccupied, fascinated by constantly with the fact that as I drove from the fog into the sun, into the ocean, into underneath the water, near the rocks, I knew I was a little closer to what I was talking about today. And I know that's what I celebrate tomorrow. It's an exercise in faith. To celebrate the birth of Christ is to exercise your faith. Because we have been told we are in his image. So from the day he was born to the day he was crucified to the day he rose, we have been told we are in his image. But what does that mean when you're afraid you can't pay your rent? Or you're getting old and you don't like your skin sagging? Huh? What does that mean when you have chronic symptomology, when you have an overwhelming disease? When you've been told by the men in white, you see, in the name of the devil, that there's nothing you can do about your illness except get cut or take drugs. And there's no two ways about it. And like the devil, of course, it's complex, isn't it? Our rational mind says, take the drug. It'll help you. And get cut because you'll prevent further deterioration. And like the devil, the lies are mixed with truth. So sometimes it is right to get cut, and sometimes it is right and righteous and in his image to take the drug. It's not black and white, and that's why you must have faith, because life is not black and white. Life is mired in gray, and you either go more gray or into the light, which is why I found this morning so compelling. 
each cell has six feet of DNA. Each cell is not six feet wide. It is ultra microscopic, which means the DNA has to be wrapped. It's wrapped. The sequences. Yeah, you don't really understand what I'm saying now. Go read about what a nucleotide sequence is. It's not hard. And just like we had to learn computers, we better learn about DNA. Now I'm on show what, 612? I never stop referring to this. Kindly go on the website, straighttalk.cc, and listen. Or don't. Go do a Google search. But you must understand what we mean by a nucleotide, a component of the DNA molecule sequenced with four other, well, three other nucleotides, adenine, thymine, guanine, and cytosine, the four nucleotides, basic units of DNA, all strung together such that in the human organism, the three billion pairs of it account for your 46 chromosomes. Along the way, along that six foot of sequence, which defines us from even monkeys, are segments of it, which, because we're so smart, we have figured out what those segments code for. They code the RNA, and the RNA codes transcription. And out of that, the specific protein Oh, yeah, protein. Hey, you know what? I went to a Mexican place the other day, and they asked me, what protein would you like? I love how that word is sinking into fast foods now. The DNA codes to the RNA codes to the protein. Proteins define you. The heart has a different protein than the brain, has a different protein than your muscle, than your joints, than your bones. Proteins, strings of amino acid, are the building blocks of life. They define all the nuances of the organism. Throw in a little fat and a little water, hit it with a crystalline matrix, and bada-boom, you have life specific to that organism you're studying. In this case, Homo sapien. And my point to you is basically that the protein that's produced, that defines you, is off that nucleotide sequence. And that nucleotide sequence, in that it's six feet long, if you look at a cell, you don't see six feet of it. It's wrapped. It's wrapped tight. It's in histones. It's in nucleosomes. The six feet of DNA is wrapped like a spool of thread is wrapped. Now here's the punchline. That spool of thread, as it unwinds, in whatever way it's going to unwind, the rate it unwinds, the way the spool of thread twists into knots and out of knots, the way it dances in the cell, determines not the sequence, you're born with the sequence, or off mutation, you have a new sequence, but it determines how that six feet of DNA unwinds itself and, I'll introduce the word, expresses The spool of thread and how it unwinds, how it vibrates, vibrate, piezoelectric, Jesus, how it vibrates, determines 
if and how those genes express. The difference between a mutation like the BRCA gene, cancer, 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 Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, heart disease, diabetes, whether your genetic defect, right, your heredity, your, the heredity you were given that predisposes you to disease, whether that genetic malevolence defect in the sequence or acquired defect, whether it expresses or not, whether it expresses is about the dance the DNA does as it unwinds or rewinds in that spool of thread. So if you look at DNA, DNA is basically vibrating and producing light at different levels. And that light is closer to the light of Christ or the other way. Now, I'll tell you something. I've made a living out of looking at people and figuring out just how brightly they burn. Yo, yeah. If Jesus had come to me running and looking for shelter because Dr. Fauci was after him, I would have given him a place to stay and hidden him because I would have looked at his face and known he wasn't Charlie Manson. He was enlightened. But that's what your doctors ought to be doing. Your doctors ought to be looking at you to see if you're going to get it. Because if you're not going to get it, you're not going to heal. And that's what medicine is. It's a relationship with someone that asks you to get it. Get what? Get whatever it is in your DNA that could bear a little bit more light. And you see, in Chinese medicine, they say they can see that through your eyes or hear it through your tone. The senses can tell the physician just on what level you emit light. This isn't poetry. This isn't hanky-panky. This isn't the occult. This isn't even esoteric. This is hard science. And whether it's quantifiable or not so quantifiable doesn't deny its truth. Oh, I see. Oh, I get it. I understand. Sorry. I'll go off the air. There's nothing backing this up in the medical journals. And that's what reasonable people read. Those medical journals are funded by the same people that fund Fauci. The same people who want your infants taking booster after booster of vaccines. And there's a lot of people buying that. So I don't think, oh, they're generating too much light. Maybe they're not even human. Maybe we've made a mistake. Maybe we're not all one. Maybe we're not all the same. Maybe we're very different. 
Maybe our souls come into the world with different levels of intelligence. Maybe there's a war going on internally that's going to snuff you out because you do get a little more of it than the next guy. Maybe it's always been like that. And maybe Jesus is up there looking down at you on his birthday going, would you stupid people that only exist through the grace of God, would you wake up, please? Because I gave you the Garden of Eden. And you think technology should take precedence over it. You think you're going to come up with dimensions of beauty more magnificent than what I gave you to begin with. And if you continue, you foolish homo sapiens, you'll feel the wrath of God, Father, sooner or later. Oh, yes, revelation, revelation. We don't have to deal with any of this. God will take care of it. No, you have to take care of it. You have to take care of it. So two things. Tomorrow... Think about celebrating the birth of Christ in this context. And then next week, think about starting your year by doing something about it. Listen to this show again and again and again. Merry Christmas. It's going to be the best one I ever had. We'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.